Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and I'm a debut author. Today I want us to talk about what I learned when I was editing my own work. I have corrected my dialogue and tagging mistakes, or I hope I have got them all. Um, And now I hope that this can help you. I found an error in my ways that I must correct. I have never once paid anyone bit of attention to the way that an author uses dialogue tags in their work while I've read before. I just never noticed those things. I guess that's a good thing for them because that meant that they knew what they were doing and they didn't slow me down. But as I'm editing my own novel, I'm catching things that just don't look right. So you know I'm UFC style, going through rounds of my edits. So when I picked up my computer for my next round of edits, it was to reread for dialogue and character voice right now. And I will tell you, it's starting to stand out. Um, maybe it was I was weird while I was typing or just caught up. But if I really reflect back on this and have an honest moment with you guys, I just really think I didn't know. But now I do. These are some valuable reminders that I learned through my process that I want to share with you. The first tip. Have the character do something instead of you tagging them all the time. The show concept is valuable for the work. And I found myself doing this more and more as I edited. My glaring mistake, however, was that I needed to add periods after the action piece, though. So I'm going to try to tell you what my fatal flaw was, if this makes any sense. So try to follow along with me. I do have my Everyday Mom Challenge blog that uh, I have this transcript there. But I want to try to tell you, like, what I did. So think of this sentence. I sighed, comma, quotation marks. What are you trying to say? Close quotation mark. No, don't sign comma it. You sigh and you period it. The action gets the period, not the comma. The comma goes where you do the tag for the dialogue. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so simple. Like, why didn't I can know that and it's actually a little embarrassing that I didn't know that so I'm going through and flipping now checking out different books going through my closet and finding all my best-selling novels that I have stacked up stacked up stacked up and I'm going how are they doing it are they doing a lot of the action Or are they constantly tagging people? And I'm going to tell you right now, there's more of what I see in, like, some of my favorite books. Don't say my favorites. My favorites will tag, but they also give the action that goes along with it. And I, I like that better. I just do. Personally, I like that better. I picked up a book that was actually recommended by my librarian. And this one is going to hit what I want to talk with you about number two, which is don't overuse dialogue tags. So my librarian recommended this book. She's a North Carolina author. She's a best-selling author. 
and she was like, you got to read this one book. This one's the best. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I pulled it out just to check. I turned. Y'all, I'm at page 190, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not joking. It starts with the word continued, but then it's, I'm going to call them out. You ready? Said. Okay, okay. Well, let me go back. I said. He said. I said. He said. He said. Blank character said. Character name said. I said. The character name said. Another character said. The character said, he said, and I said, okay, that's on page 190, 191. What's happening? This is an overuse of a dialogue tag. Now, I haven't read this book yet, and maybe it's not like that throughout the book. But what if this is the pattern? I mean, I'm flipping through and I'm seeing a lot of it. So, my suggestion to you is do not overuse the dialogue tag of said. And that's an easy fix. It's, but maybe not if you've used it 3,678,452 times. Then you got work to do. So, my suggestion is to do what I did. I went to my seek and find. I typed in the word said. And I saw how many times that I used it. And what I did is I didn't replace them all because they're necessary. There's places where said just works. It's fine. Keep it simple. And I'm not saying that you got to go in and try to, you know, replace it with everything. But if you have repetitive saids along your tagging on the same page, then maybe you ought to think of ways to recraft that. And that's what I caught myself doing on one occasion. I had said on one page, and it was just like, highlight, 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 highlight. I was like, ooh, no, 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 red flag, got to fix this one. And, and when you're typing sometimes, and you're, and you're in the moment of your writing, you might not even recognize those kind of things. So that might be something um, useful for you to do. Now, the he said, she said debate is out there. And I've seen other people say, the more that you change it to other synonyms, then it does become distracting. Other people say, keep it simple, just keep said. Other people say, no, there's different ways that you can say the word. So you could whisper it. You could mumble it, you know. So I'm telling you now, if you go out there and you start looking around and you want to get advice and you want to read about it, go right home. But you're going to get the he said, she said. Which way do you go? And I say, just do what works for you. Do what works in your story. Let the characters speak for themselves. And, and then step away and go, okay, is this as clean as I can make it? Is this as tight as I can make it? And then look at your dialogue. All right, number four. This one, I'm definitely going back through. I'm going to work as much as I can because I really like this. And this is just me, so this can possibly be uh, part of my style. Like, I like to do an action and then the dialogue. I also like to do number four. So, if you can fix up the dialogue where the reader can identify who is the character that's speaking, 
I'm saying to me, that's my safest bet. Because I want my characters to speak naturally. And I want their tones and the way that they carry themselves to really be unique. And so if my girl's talking, I want you to know that's my girl. But then as she continues to talk, I mean, we got to give the reader some credit here. They can go back and forth. They can figure that out. But it's got to be easy for them. So you could use a little character action, or you could name call every now and then. But you just don't, you know, stand in their way. Just let them do their thing. So here's your newest author challenge. Do you remember all those best-selling authors and award winners out there I challenged you to read from different genres? That was an earlier podcast, by the way. Now I want you to pick up some of those that you would say were your favorite reads. And I want you to read them with just this bird's eye view, like where you just flip through, go through the pages, the ones that you've enjoyed, ones that had a last impression on you, just skim through them and only look at dialogue tags. What do you notice? Are there patterns with authors that you like? You know, is it a go with the flow dialogue engagement? Or is it a choppy, slow you down distraction? And then I want you to go back to your work. And I want you to read over some of your dialogue pieces. I want you to ask the same question. Is it a go with the flow dialogue engagement? Or is it a choppy, slow-you-down distraction? Writing's a craft, and we have to learn from the best out there making it. And I'm not claiming to be perfect, trust me. I'm being honest with you guys from, from like, day one. Like, I'm far from it. But what I do have inside of me is this desire to edit effectively and to catch silly mistakes now and learn things I didn't know, increase my knowledge. I want to find common errors that authors can make without even realizing it, because I'm sure I'm doing it too. Because now's the time that we become learners, pulling from other authors that we love, just to investigate the way that they craft their dialogue and how it's uh, tagged. So look for those attributes. I challenge you. It's actually kind of like now that I have drawn my attention to this, I have three books in front of me right now, and all three of them are bestsellers. And I'm just flipping through them, and I find it to be fascinating now of how they read, how it's read. This author likes to use a lot of ellipses and dashes. Oh, I just noticed that, like, for the first time. Like, there's bunches of dashes on two pages. And so when we go through and we look at these, it gives us a way that I don't use dashes. I do use ellipses, but these dashes are everywhere through here. That's this author's style. But I'm also looking for those the dialogues, and I'm sitting here trying to read. Okay, I gotta stop. Put my books away. Put my books away. Tag. You're it. I want us to pray together a Bible verse from Philippians 4, 6. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Dear Heavenly Father, please take away all of my burdens of editing and allow it to be a joyous endeavor where I truly learn how to improve my writing. Help me to stay open-minded, place the right knowledge and people in my path to provide guidance and direction. Give me strength as I go through this writing process, Lord. Let all the words that I say be for you and you alone. Teach me in the ways that I should go. Help me to receive the knowledge and the ability to do what needs to be done. Amen and amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.